What's your religion? Mr. Grant, I'm not quite sure how to say this, but you're not allowed to ask that when someone's interviewing for a job. It's against the law. You want to call a cop? Uh, no. Good. Would you think I was violating your civil rights if I asked if you're married? A Presbyterian. What? I decided I'd rather answer your uh, religion question. Divorced, huh? No. Separate? No. Never marry? No. Why? Why? How am I supposed to answer a question like that? Forget it. Do you type? There's no simple answer to that question. Yes, there is. You can either say, no, I can't type, or yes, I can type. Oh, no, uh, there's no simple answer to uh, why a person isn't married. How many reasons can there be? Sixty-five. Sixty-five reasons? Uh, words per minute. Let me guess. My typing question. Yes. Look, miss, just so you're not the first person to get overtime on a job interview, will you please answer the questions as I ask them? Yes, Mr. Grant, I could do that, but it does seem to me that you've been asking an awful lot of personal questions that don't have a thing to do with my qualifications for this job. You know what? You got spunk. Well... I hate spunk. Hi, this is George Maharis, and you are listening to TV Confidential. While we're getting ready for our next segment, here's a clip from our conversation with Mary Tyler Moore, show historian... Jennifer Armstrong from May 2013, in which we talked about the backstory of the iconic line, I hate spunk. One of the most iconic, if not the most iconic line of the Mary Tyler Moore show, Jennifer, is when Lou Grant says to Mary in the pilot episode, you got spunk, I hate spunk. That yeah. I, I understand that line gave Ed Asner a lot of trouble, especially in the beginning. Yeah, this is one of those fun behind-the-scenes stories. You know, I think they're always satisfying to hear the ones that kind of tell us this thing that becomes iconic and famous almost didn't exist because it didn't quite go together right Mm -hmm. uh, the first couple tries. And this is a huge part of they had kind of an early disastrous run-through of the pilot, and this was a huge part of it. But it went back even before that to Ed Asner's audition he couldn't even nail that thing in the audition. I mean, he kind of got it enough that they, they understood why he'd be great for the role, but he it gave him trouble throughout rehearsals. Um, he was constantly having discussions with the director, Jay Sandrich, because he was such a good dramatic actor that it kept coming out too much, too mean, you know? Um, and the whole magic of... I think Lou's character is contained in that line, right? He had he ends up having to walk this line all the time that he's brilliant at once he once he gets gets it down between being this gruff guy and a guy whose actual bark is maybe worse than a bite. You know, I think that's really the key, and he had to kind of nail that. Like, I think I'm being mean, but you get that I'm not that bad. And right. 
Softy. But again, it's like when you're used to playing a certain type of character, as Asner was at the time, it can be difficult to dial it down when you're doing something such as comedy, which is a different form. Yeah, he was really excited to do comedy, but part of it was that it was a challenge for him. You know, he wasn't, he had done it in his early years on stage, but he wasn't really used to it. He was this dramatic guy. I mean, that's what makes him great as that character, honestly, is he has to have that, like, gravitas. But yeah, he also had to kind of end up learning to, to lighten it up a little bit and like I said, kind of show us. It's, it's a complicated character. I think he and Ted both end up with these very complicated jobs of balancing the comedy and I think probably the tragedy of Ted and then the comedy and the seriousness of Lou. But they both ended up just being absolutely brilliant at it. But it did really give had a lot of trouble first, and dialing down, as you say, is not exactly Ed Asner's strong suit, yes. even to this day. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, 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 men- you mentioned Ted Knight. Ted Knight is one of the, I mean, the, the story of Ted Knight uh, in, in the Mary Tyler Moore show, we can easily do a half an hour on that. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I know you have to rush. We will definitely have to pick up this conversation later in the year on TV Confidential, Jennifer. Let's do it, because that was another person that I really um, was sad to not get to meet. I just think he's so interesting, Ted Knight, and brilliant, so brilliant. And I'm not sure if he ever knew it or not. I don't know if he ever totally, like, embraced how wonderful and brilliant he was. But, yeah, he's a really, such an interesting character, both as an actor and as the character he plays. Yeah, and, and again, I... I, I was not aware of the extent to which he and Gavin McLeod went back before the show, and, and even to some extent he and Ed Asner. Yeah, they have. I, I think I think the boys have have some just as interesting relationships that I didn't know about. I kind of knew like Mary and Valerie were good friends and that sort of thing, and Mary and Betty, you know that that stuff I knew. But the guys have this really interesting kind of complicated triangle of friendship there. Um, I loved hearing Gavin talk about Ted. He he talked a lot talking about Ted, and it was really touching. And, you know, yeah, Ed and Ted really kind of, they had some serious issues. You know, they were like brothers who had very, very bad fights, some of which lasted for, you know, I think it was you know, the better part of a decade at the end. Jennifer Armstrong is the author of Mary and Lou and Rhoda and Ted and all the brilliant minds who made the Mary Tyler Moore Show a television classic. You can find Mary and Lou and Rhoda and Ted in bookstores everywhere, as well as Amazon.com, BarnesNoble.com, SimonAndSchuster.com, JenniferKArmstrong.com, and wherever books are sold online. In his memoir, Son of a Junk Man, Ed pays tribute to all of his cast members on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. He also talks about who he patterned his portrayal of Lou Grant when he played him on the Mary Tyler Moore Show and how he approached playing Lou Grant for the hour-long Lou Grant Show. If you have not read Ed's memoir, Son of a Junk Man, I highly recommend it. It is available wherever books are sold online. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at 
TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.